You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Come on, sometimes, you know, we need to be... Have you ever been driving down the road and... uh, you know, you're, you're going down the interstate. Maybe you're on a one, two, three, four day trip or something. And you're just, you're driving down the interstate. And, you know, it scares me that I can do this. But I can drift off and be completely somewhere else. My car is going 70, 80, 90, 100. I mean, 60, 50, whatever the speed limit is. Whatever the speed limit is, is how fast I was going. And my mind just goes and, you know, I might be over here telling somebody off. In my mind, I might be having a fight. I might be you know, blessing somebody. I might, who knows? You know, we can go places in our mind. Ain't that crazy? And then it's like our body's just sitting there, staring off into the distance. Somehow keeping the car between the lines. I don't know how that happens. But you know, then you look down at the GPS and you got to be reminded, where am I? What the heck? Where am I? You know, and so tonight I want to talk about, remind me, Lord, who I am. Remind me, God, who I am and who you are and that you are all powerful and that you are so, so good. And God, listen to this. We're going to go over to Isaiah 61 and 1. And I'm not going to take much of your time tonight. I'm trying to promise that, but we'll see what happens. And so Isaiah 61 and 1, you know, I shared this with the staff in the staff meeting this morning. And um, this has been on my heart all weekend, all day. Just this scripture and how... And how Jesus, you know, this is when he goes into the temple. He opens the scroll up and he begins to teach. And this is what he starts saying. It says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because God has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives And the morning of the prison to those who are bound. The opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. I'm going to stop right there for a second, but I begin to think about this scripture. I know this is a familiar scripture. We've heard it many times, and but it just hit me different. You ever read scriptures and it just hits you different a little bit? It just hits you to the side a little bit. And I, I begin to think, and I knew this. I know this. I, I've known this. But this scripture is talking about me. This scripture is talking about you. Listen to this. It says, because, because what are we? We are one in Christ. So if it's true for him, it's true for us. We are his hands and feet on this earth. Come on, listen. It says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. It's upon me. So where is the spirit of the Lord God tonight? Come on, somebody needs to be reminded. It's upon you. You see, you think you've done done stuff that you got rid of God or God is trying to run from you or that he's some mean man in the sky with a big red button. Remember them cartoons? They would hit the button and you'd fall through the floor and straight to hell they go. And But God is not like that. God's doing everything he can to get you in to his kingdom tonight. And so because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor, he has sent me. Come on. He has sent you. He sent you. You are sent tonight. You are sent to heal the brokenhearted, 
Some of y'all been asking. Some of y'all been going to your spiritual leaders saying, what's my purpose? What's my plan? What's my assignment here on earth? I'm going to tell you right now. The spirit of the Lord God is upon you because the Lord has anointed you to go to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent you to heal the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to those who are bound. And why do I preach this so hard tonight? Because there are so many bound and there's so many brokenhearted. There's so many, the, the people sitting across from the aisle on you tonight, or the, the people, you know, running the cameras, the sound booth, the people up here on the platform even, they're going through stuff that you have no idea about. I, I, in fact, me, I got a phone call about 20, 30 minutes before I had to come in here today that kind of rocked my world and is rocking my boat for the rest of the year. This is an ongoing situation. Houston, we have a problem. But you know what? Here's what we have to do. We have to walk in faith and know and smile anyway, devil, because I know the end of the story. God's going to work it out. God's going to work it out. I've seen him do it. That's why I was so stuck on that song. We, we weren't even going to sing that song tonight. It wasn't on the song. That, but you know what? We say it because it must have just been in my heart. God will do it again. Come on, look back over your life and look at all the miracles. Look at all the times that, that you should have lost it all when you didn't lose it. Look at all the times when he saved you when you didn't deserve saving. Look at all the times when God showed up and created a miracle right out of, right out of nothing. So I'm ready. I'm a, and I'll tell you, it'll be, I'll update you on what God does. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. But I can promise you that it will make you smile when God answers this prayer because it's a big one. Now, this is a doozy. I don't even know how he's going to do it. There, I, there's nothing I can do about this. And it's going to change things if God doesn't change it. How many ever been in that kind of situation where, God, if you don't move, ain't nothing moving? <laughs> Now, literally, God, if you don't move, Andrew, ain't nothing moving. Come on. That's why we have to know who we are in Christ. That's why when you get a call like that, you got to stand firm and say, devil, nice try. But you're not stealing my joy. You're not stealing my peace. Not tonight, devil. Back under my feet you go. Stomp his head. You better stomp that devil's head and say, you know what? I, I know who I am. I know who I am in Christ. I know that I am so loved by the creator of the universe. I know that he's going to catch me when I fall. I know that he's my provider. I know that he's a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. I know that he's guiding me, directing me. I know he's giving me inventions and ideas and innovations. I know he's even right now, maybe some of you don't even hear the words that are coming out of my mouth because God is so busy talking to you and filling up your spirit. You see, that's the Holy Ghost working. That's the Holy Spirit working. When, 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 when God begins to give you downloads, see, you don't need a preacher. You come, and that is fine to come. It's good to go to church. But see, you don't need one. You have the ultimate preacher living on the inside. He says, when I send the comforter, when he comes, when he comes, he's going to live where? In the shack next door? Nope. Inside. 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 You are the address of God. You are God's address on earth. And some of y'all need to clean up the front yard, but never. Uh, back to the scripture. You're God's address tonight. It says to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I love that people still come and watch. Thank you. <laughs> and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort those who are more. God wants to comfort you tonight. And not only that, God wants us to comfort others. 
God wants us, we are called to comfort others and to, to cry with them, to console. It says to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Do you know that you, right now, in possession of you, right now, you have the beauty and somebody else has got the ashes? You've got the oil that somebody else is looking for. Except, here's what happens. We get scared, and we get timid, and God shows us the plan, or he'll show us somebody in the grocery store that we're supposed to go bless or pray for, or, you know, somebody in the parking lot, or, you know, whatever. But we get timid, and we think, oh, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. They'll think I'm silly. They'll think, they'll think, they'll think, they'll think, they'll think. Who cares what they think? Because listen to me, when you pray the right Holy Ghost prayer over somebody, they're going to think something, not what you think they're going to think. They're going to be like, whoa, hallelujah, God showed up right in my situation. You have no idea how many lives you could change if you would listen to the promptings of the, promptings of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost that's in our life. It says down here, it says that they, I love this, that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of who the lord the planting of the lord that he may be glorified let no did i read that right it says that they're going to be called trees of righteousness the planting of the lord that he may be glorified so if i'm getting this right god is the one doing the planting and he's going to be the one glorified let me repeat this we can sow, we can plant, that's good. We're like our father. We're like our father. We mirror image what he does. We copy him. He does it first. We follow. He plants, then guess what? He gets the glory for it. God wants to get glory out of your life. He wants to show up so big. Come on, that they call the newspaper and say, look what the Lord has done. They may not even call it the Lord. The doctors may not call it a miracle, but baby, we know who it was. We know who it was that showed up. We know it was God. God wants to do it big. Trees have roots. And did you know that the roots of trees go down just as far as the tree goes up? It's weird. If you look at, if you look at underground and the, the things, the pictures that they've made of these, it's, it's like a mirror image down in the ground and up out of the ground. And so, you know, we, 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 I see it so often. I talk to so many people all over the country and they're, God, God's not answering my prayers and I'm not doing this. But, but you know what we don't have in church? And I'm just going to step right on your feet. We don't have roots, church. We don't have roots. And the, the ones of us that do have roots, they're like weeds. We, we got just a little rooted. And, uh, but you know what? That stubble needs to be dug up and some real roots need to be planted. We need to get in the solid word of God and to, to let that build our foundation. See, we got our, our foundations all in the wrong spots. We depend on, listen, 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 what a, a foundation is this. It's something that like a, a structure depends on. A house depends on a foundation. Well, what are you depending on? Are you depending on your job? your money, your car? Are you depending upon things? Because let me tell you, if you are, these things will let you down. I promise you, if you're depending upon me, I will let you down. I promise you, if you're dependent upon the praise team to praise you on into heaven, they will let you down. They are trying their best, but we will all let each other down. But you know who will never let us down? 
God will never let us down. And that's why I, I won't let you let me down. Because you know why? You ain't the one holding me up. I, you, you are not allowed to let me down. I won't let you do it. Because you're not the one holding me up. Disappointments will come. But we get to act. We get to choose how we act. So what's our foundation tonight? It says, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? You see, what I need to know is when the thunder and the lightning begin to strike all around me and the sea begins to rise and the rain begins to pour, do I have sinking sand or do I have a solid rock on which I stand? Because if Jesus is not the foundation, if Jesus is not the solid, come on, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. Solid foundations. Jeremiah 17, 18, 17, 8 says, For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. There it is again. Which spreads out its roots by the river. And it will not what? It will not. It don't say it may not. It says it will not. Have you ever seen a tree fearing? No. No. Trees don't fear, especially palm trees. And they go through some of the worst of the worst. Those hurricanes that come through, it's because their root system is in such a way that it spreads out really far and it spreads down really far. You, they're really neat. You should really go, uh, go research them. But when the storm and the waves, they're made of these, it's called like uh, clumps of wood inside. I don't even know how that happens, but it's made in a way so that it can bend and be flexible. Some of y'all need to know how to bend a little bit because you know what? They paint the walls green in the church, and you just stiff as a board. And they, they put down carpet, and you just, I can't stand it. Let's just bend a little bit, would you? Just bend. Because in unity, why? Unity is where our power is tonight. Unity is where our power is tonight. It says, and it won't fear when the heat comes, but its leaves will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters. And then I'm going to read the end of it. And will not be anxious in the year of drought. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. I don't have to be anxious in the year of drought. I don't have to be anxious because all the ships are still out at sea. I'm not anxious over that. I'm not anxious because it seems, never mind, I won't go there. It seems like a lot of people in our country have lost their minds. But I'm not anxious over that because you know what? I know the one who has not lost it, Jesus. God is still God. Even I've lost my mind, but I gained the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. I love it nor will he cease from yielding fruit. How many of us are at that point? I want to get to that point where I never cease from yielding fruit. I never cease 
from yielding fruit. I've said it a few times. You've probably heard my good friend Joy say it and a few others. But God will prune us. He'll prune us. And uh, it says if you're bearing fruit, he's going to prune you. If you're not bearing fruit, he's going to prune you. So you're pruned if you do and pruned if you don't. So you might as well go ahead and go through the process. Come on, nobody wants to go through the process anymore. Everybody, you know how many people message me online and they're like, oh, Josh, I would love to have a ministry like yours. Uh, will you help me get started? I'm like, you don't even know what you're asking. You, you don't know what you're saying because people see where you are now and they want that, but they don't want to go through where you was when you started. Come on, I'm talking to someone. They don't want to go back to the day where you had to sell your minivan to pay the bills and you didn't have a car for four long years and you, did, you started out of a, a 10 by 10 storage unit and you had people laughing at you. You had people even hoping you would fall. Oh, you want to come on that adventure when they're talking about you on Facebook and, and the right stories and the gospel they're going around telling people to get out of the ministry because it's getting ready to fall remember Andrew we've had some crazies come through here but God bless them all because you know what my testimony is this I'm still here I'm still here and you are too you're still here to fight another day you're still here in the purpose of the Lord you're planted you're planted by that river so you don't have to be scared when the drought comes it says over in Psalm 1, y'all got me out of breath up here. It says over in Psalm 1, 1 through 3, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or set foot on the path of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Reminds me of another scripture, Joshua 1.8. I'll meditate on the scripture day and night. I'm not going to let it get out of my sight. I've got, uh, it's so important that I've got to keep it before me always. Always. I've got to keep it before me always, lest I forget who I am. He's like a tree. Listen, here it is again in Psalm 9, Psalm uh, Psalm. One one three, it says, He is like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding its fruit in season, whose leaves do not wither, and who prospers in all that he does. Have you ever seen those people? I say, I say it like this. It's like that, everything that guy touches turns to gold. Everything, have you ever met those people, ever seen those people, ever been around those people? It's like, gosh, do they ever have any trouble at all in their life? I mean, how do how does somebody go through life like that? I know a lot of people look at me like that. You know why? Because I don't air my dirty laundry on my Facebook page. I don't need to get attention with my problems. I'm here to glorify God. And so that's what I'm going to do. You don't need to know my problems because guess what? You don't care. You don't. And nobody cares when you post yours. There, I said it. I'll pray for you, but I'll keep on scrolling. Lord, help us all. Help us, Lord Jesus. Don't you dare turn that channel. Isaiah 61, 4. <laughs> It says, and they shall rebuild. And this is talking about us again because it's talking about Jesus. And in Christ, we are one. 
And they shall be rebuild the old ruins. They shall rise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the desolation of many generations, of many generations. Repair the many generations. All the stuff that's been passed down through many generations, it stops with me. It stops right here in the name of Jesus. You know, those, those porn addictions, stop right there in the name. That alcoholism stopped right there in the name of that. that uh, whatever it is, you name it, that's got a name, it's got to bow at the name of Jesus. It's got to bow. At the, everything that has a name has got to bow at the name of Jesus. So whatever it is that's been passed down through your bloodline, go ahead and say it stops with me. It stops with me. Poverty, it ends with me. My, I'm going to have a, a future generations of wealth to give away. Do I know where it's come from? No way. But it's coming from God. That's where it's coming from. I, and you know what? I don't need stuff for me. But I need stuff so I can bless even more people. I don't know about you, but I pray every single morning on my knees beside my bed, Lord, before I leave this earth, and I want to be here to see it, I want to see a hundred million souls come into the kingdom of God through JPM and Anchorage. And I believe, I truly do believe, some of y'all think I'm crazy, but I believe I'm going to see it. I believe that Anchorage is going to be on every continent on this earth. I believe that we're going to pop up community centers and we're going to be preaching to the little ones, to the middle-aged ones, to the old ones. We're going to have, uh, uh, you know what, and I ain't going to apologize for this either. We're going to have many jets and many planes and you know what I'm a fly one of them I ain't got a license but I'm gonna tell them to scoot over I own this thing and so I'm gonna be flying one of them and I'm gonna honk the horn mine will have a horn and I will honk it as I fly over the houses of my haters and say oh I guess you was wrong about me God had me this whole time and it ain't about the jets and crap like that that's just tools all that's gonna melt away is a, a in a dumpster one day in a in, in a junkyard it's all gonna rust it's all going to fall apart, but the one thing that will never rust and will never fall apart is the one thing I'm taking with me all over the world, and that's the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. And I'll take it there any way that I can get it there. Because God makes all things new. So with your generation, with you, it stops here. He's making it new. He's making it new. Whew, I love that because out of, out of, out of thank you, Lord. Out of trouble comes something good. Out of destruction comes something new. You know, when somebody's house burns down, guess what? The insurance sends them a big old check to build them a new house. It's not time to cry, baby. It's time to build. Take that thing and build. You thought it was falling apart, but God, you've, you've heard it. You've heard it. It ain't falling apart. It's falling together. It's falling together. God is working it out for our good. Something happened to the office today. I turned to Andrew. I said, well, Andrew, I guess you better get ready because we're getting pushed out of our nest again. You ever been pushed out of your nest? Come on. You ever been pushed out of your nest, pushed into a hard place, pushed into a place where I am uncomfortable here. This is a whole step outside of my comfort zone. It's on. I don't look. It's different over here. Look, I don't even know what this is. I don't I, I don't know my surroundings. And, you know, there's this it's, it's completely different from when I was over there. There's strange winds over here, strange smells. You go into a new zone, it's not comfortable. It's never comfortable. I weighed myself this morning. I'll go ahead and tell myself. I weighed my biggest weight in history today. Marked down as whatever today's date is, the 15th of November, 2021. I'm the fattest I've ever been. 
<laughs> and maybe you are too. Don't laugh. I don't know. <laughs> Gosh, what kind of church is it? Anyway, and so I weighed myself at the gym at least where I am going to try to make progress. And uh, God's been talking about the, the little things, the little things, the little things. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's the little things that add up. It's the little things. You know, I don't need to go run 15 miles today, but maybe I can go run one. And maybe if I can't walk, run it, I can walk it. And maybe if I can't walk it, I can crawl it. Or maybe if you're in a wheelchair, maybe baby, push them arms and grow them arms. You can do something. If you ain't dead, you can still do something. It's the little things. Listen to this down in, uh, down in uh, 6, Isaiah 61. But you shall be named the priests of the Lord. They shall call you the servants of our God. Well, hold up. So first they're going to call you the priests. Then they're going to call you the servants. So you're going to be a priest and a servant at the same time. You see, America don't like that. America don't work like that. You're either the priest or you're the servant. And nobody likes scrubbing toilets or they don't want to have their picture made doing it anyway. Because that's not, uh, you know, that, that's not highfalutin and high class and bussin' as they call it these days. And all these other things. But, you know, we've got to get to the point where uh, we can be the priest but we can also be the servant. How many know I'm not here to serve myself? I'm not here in this life to serve myself. If I can do something for somebody else, I want to do it. Especially if it's not convenient. You can't change the whole world, but you can change somebody's world. Amen. Come on, listen. You can't change the whole world, but you can change somebody's world. The stories that I've heard back, you know, of when I've spoke encouragement into somebody's life or I just in passing said something to somebody and they came back years later and said, hey, remember when you said that? I'm like, not really. And um, they were like, really? Because that was like the day everything changed for me. We have no idea the power of our words. And it's because our father's words are so powerful. It says the Bible, uh, the Bible says that uh, the angels hearken unto the word of God. And when we, when we say the word of God, they get to moving. For I, the Lord, love justice down in eight. I hate robbery for burnt offering. I will direct their work in truth and I will and make them an everlasting covenant. Their descendants shall be known among the Gentiles. Listen to this. And their offspring among the people. All who see them shall acknowledge them that they, that they, that they, that they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. There's that old Andrew. That's the one the Lord keeps blessing. Every time I turn on Facebook, he's posting a new blessing. Faker. No, that's what we say because we're out of our jealousy and out of our, why is it not happening for me? We think, well, God must either have favorites or he's lying or something else. But you know what? These people right here, the Bible says they were known for the goodness of the Lord in their lives. I want to be known for that. I want to, you know what? <laughs> and not to brag on me because I am nothing to brag about. I can promise you that. Um, 
come come see me after church and we'll talk. Uh, but I want to be, if, if there's anything, y'all write on my tombstone. Hopefully, y'all don't get to write nothing because we all go up together. But um, if I had to say one thing, I want it to be that I tried to be the most generous person that ever walked the earth. That's what I want to try to be while I'm here. With my time, with my resources, with, with my knowledge that I've learned, uh, you know, my knowledge of Jesus Christ and all these. I want to be, I want to give away and listen to this. I don't, I don't know if there's been any billionaires from Wilkes County, but I want to be the first. And if there's already been one, then I want to be the first two billionaire. I want to be the biggest thing that ever comes up out of Wilkes County, proclaiming the name of the Lord Jesus Christ in the biggest way that there has ever been proclaimed. Because, baby, I'm ready. I'm ready to see revival in the streets. I'm ready to see crazies. I'm ready to hook up my car and hook up that flatbed trailer and come to a community near you. You better watch out because here I come. I don't need a big crowd or a small crowd. If I can get one listening to me, oh, I can go ask them. I can come in here and preach to an empty room because the word will not return void. It won't return void. It's at least going out into the atmosphere. That's what we got to start doing is speaking the word out into the atmosphere of our homes, out into the atmosphere of our companies and out our businesses and in our cars. Get the word of God out everywhere around you. I want to go down to this. This is a, this is, I wrote a book recently. I'm going to show it to you real fast. And um, it's called Closer to the Father. And, uh, but I was thinking about this today, and, and it led me over to James 1.22. This is a daily devotional. And um, what happens is you pray for 21 days because they've said that you can change a good habit or a bad habit in 21 days. And I thought, you know, what, what better habit than to, to read the Bible every day and to pray every day and to get down on your knees and to fast every day. And so this is day 11, and um, it says, keep reminding me who I am. And uh, I thought it was just so appropriate. James 1.22, it says, But be you doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone, if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing him, his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself. He goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. And we do that. We do that. I'll even go as far as to say this. There's this guy from South Africa, and he was coming through here, and they had a thing up on, I don't even know where I was, somewhere out in the middle of the woods in Moravian Falls, and it was this great retreat, and I was up there, and I came home, and I laid on my couch for about three days after it, basking in the love of God and basking in his goodness. I was... I don't know what you call it, love drunk or just, just, I, I, that was the year I realized how much God truly loved me. And it was an amazing year. Things changed for me after that. It changed the, the depth of love that God has for us. And he explained it this way, that looking into the Bible is called like looking into a mirror and we're not window shopping. We're not saying, oh, I wish I could be this and I wish I could be that. No, you're looking into a mirror. You are these things. You are the righteousness of Christ. It's deep down on the inside of you. We have these things. They're in us. We're looking into a mirror, not of, of what we could hope to someday be, of, but what we already are. You see, the, 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 the devil is all the time saying, well, what are you going to do? What's next? Well, wait, you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. You're not that. Well, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am everything that I need to be in Christ. What is that scripture? It says, I can do all things. I like the Amplified version. It says, I'm equal to anything. I'm, I'm up for anything. 
through Christ who infuses inner strength into me because I have him living on the inside of me. He gets out of the word and immediately he forgets what kind of man he was. And so um, if you're watching today or you're listening or if you're in here today, I just want to pray this prayer with you because there's, you know, maybe you need to be found and maybe you need to be reminded of who you are. Maybe you need to be reminded that, you know, God is for you. He is totally for you. He is so in love with you. He's standing at the end of the driveway tonight saying, go get the fatted calf. He's coming on home. Go get the ring and put it on my son's finger. He's coming home. He's messed up big, but he's my son. And so, Father, I come to you with my heart bowed and my mind receptive, looking to honor you and gain wisdom from you. Help me to daily look into the mirror of your word so that I don't forget who I am. Help me to thirst for your word more each day. I pray you would give me a revelation of how you see me through your word. I know that apart from you, I am absolutely nothing. I know if I can get a glimpse of how you see me, it will change my whole world. Your word says I'm strong, even when I feel that I am at my weakest. Your word says that I'm blessed when I come, blessed when I go, blessed in the city, blessed in the country. You say, I have the righteousness of Christ. I receive all this for my life right now in Jesus' name. I may not even fully comprehend what it all means yet, but Lord, I'm willing to learn. Show me who I am in you. Listen to this. I want to be able to do the word. Help me to hear, not just with my ears, but with my heart. To reprogram to think like you think. Help me to grow up and put away childish things and mindsets. I want to know the fullness of you in my life. Write your words on my heart so that my automatic response in every situation, God, is your word. This is big. Let no bitterness have a home in me. Can we rest right there? Let no bitterness Let no resentment, let no unforgiveness have a home in me because it will try to make a home in us. Lord, let no bitterness have a home in me. Your word says to forgive just as Christ has forgiven us. Help me to do that. Help me to remember that this life is only a vapor and it's not worth holding on to things like that. Fear and anxiety, they have no place in me. Your word says to fear not and that's what I'm going to do. It's as simple as that. You wouldn't say it if you weren't able to back it up. Help me to trust you, God, no matter what. Thank you for guiding me each day into a closer relationship with you. My life will be spent giving you honor and praise for all you have done. In the most powerful name in heaven and earth, I pray in Jesus' name. I pray. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Until next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.